0: Hello, thank you for checking in on WGO with Joe, episode 24. Here we had my buddy Jeff Brayton come on today, and we talked about a cool variety of things, you know. Um, but yeah, guys, what a fucking day! Um, you know, it's been crazy, uh, and I can't thank you all enough for uh, enjoying the podcast. Uh, recently, I need to give you a couple shout outs here to uh, My favorite people. Thank you to those unsponsored shout-outs. Wow. wow. All right. Today we're going to shout-out our boys. One and only. McDonald's. That's right, folks. Last Sunday we were out and about. And uh, you know what fucking happened, folks? Let me fucking tell you what happened. These motherfuckers. Yeah, that's right. These motherfuckers. They, uh, they literally, we went up and ordered like $40 worth of food. They literally had nobody at the window at the first window on at this location to collect money, and then the people in front of us didn't pay at that window. They drove forward, and it seemed like this had been going on for like a couple moments now, or a couple transactions now, but they were just handing out the food, willy nilly, like they're just handing it out. No one at the second window offered to pay, um. And it was like cars behind us, no one was there checking to make sure money was collected. No one was asking to pay for your shit. It was all just going on. And I was like, holy fuck, guys, this is hilarious. So uh, we did try to go in and pay, and the dude, he's like, go close to the public. He's like, well, you know, they never had anyone collect our money. He's like, don't worry about it. The guy worked there. And I was like, huh, go figure. So shout out to McDonald's for hooking up that food. Now, you know, Burger King is my place to go sometimes, but there's nothing like a real smash burger. Steak and Shake is where I go sometimes, and let me tell you, the fact that le- they let me customize my food is astronomically awesome. Nothing like getting a 7x7 made like a Frisco mouth. Extra cheese and Swiss just to match the-, the Frisco way. Double to five portions of bacon, if you sure how much bacon you want and then, you know, extra Frisco sauce. You get that with the side of a large cheese fry, light soda with light ice, or a soda with light ice, for say. They'll do it for you. Shout out to Steak It Shake for always making your order fresh and custom. Um, We did shout out a cool little pizza place today, and I do want to say we were not, uh, you know, disclaiming. We don't talk shit. You know? So, uh... Yeah, guys, I hope you all enjoy the, uh, fucking episode, though. Uh, it's also Easter, so stay tuned for, uh, this episode premiere tomorrow, Monday, the day after Easter. So, happy Easter, uh, sort of, I I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I'm sorry, I was like, something was buzzing around in the, the shed tm. I'll tell you guys that now, and, uh, I don't know if it was the, oh, it was just another Beetle. Okay, it happens. Fucking Beatles, man. I oh, don't know, man. It's crazy. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, life is pretty chill. Anyways, guys. Yeah, no, it was just a beetle. I'm sorry. It just distracted me, and my train kind of thoughts are gone now. Anyways, episode twenty-four. Check it. What the fuck's going on guys? My name's Joey Bartman, this is episode 24, and today I got a really
1: cool fucking guest.
0: What's up man?
1: Hey, what's up? This is Jeff Brayton. How you doing buddy? Ah, so far so good. Back's out, but I'm in, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: we were talking earlier, you were uh, doing some heavy lifting in these narrow stairwells, I take it.
1: Yeah, I got a buddy that was moving from one place to another in Dogtown, and they, this old fucking you know, St. Louis houses, these stairwells weren't designed to take anything more than what you could carry in your fucking hands, I guess, upstairs, so couldn't get on the side, so I had to deadlift the dresser up step by step, plus... He like didn't want to take the dressers or the drawers out too, so like that was in there too. So it was so it was, like, was
0: just extra weight than necessary. Yeah,
1: and then I just had this moment where I was like, uh, "Oh, <laughs> man,
0: dude!" So since the last time I've talked to you, it which has been back in the Pokemon Go days. Have you
1: do you still play that? Mm-hmm. I ended up that year that we were playing. I spent over the year one thousand dollars on Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> but on the flip side, I didn't like go out to bars and stuff either. So like I, I kind of, Paid itself out, out. a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know I still have like tons of fucking pokeballs. I'll still do the um, raids and shit. Yeah, especially if I can get a crew together.
0: Well, uh, so my account was
1: linked to my old Facebook. Oh no! So
0: and that one got you know is
1: gone is it is it just to the ether like you can't get it back i
0: can't get my i can't access my other facebook account because the email account is no longer active and i don't remember the password for it because this account was like 24 so it's six years ago before i started using like this universal system for passwords yeah. i think all adults have yeah like we have very sort of
1: similar ones that, that are re- yeah i totally don't use the same password yeah. for everything go on yeah <laughs> neither yeah. do i
0: <laughs> you know well it's not the same it's variations yeah
1: well it depends right can we have can we have exclamation points or periods or what? yes exactly
0: or how many numbers does it need and how many capital letters can it (laughs) yeah
1: you know no i actually i have a little system where like i'll just you know i guess i'll get my shit hacked Mm -hmm. let's go um basically (laughs) i always have a color and an animal and then oh don't say that (laughs) and then yeah well you know Brute force me here, but there's I mean there's mixes and shit in there, but it rotates, you know. Oh man, no. Um, see, uh,
0: when I uh, however, yeah, I got locked out of that Facebook, and uh, I'd been trying to get a hold of Niantic. I sent them a case. Mm-hmm. They said it's just whatever. Try it. Try it again. I tried, and then as I went to respond about my issue on the email, they closed my case. And I'm like, but I, I know the account's still there in their servers, and I'm sure they could re- pull up the information used to access it, like this Facebook email. And I, you know. Yeah,
1: but if you have to, if they you theoretically start it over, then you'd have to buy everything again. I'm and not. I,
0: I didn't pay a lot. I put fifty dollars in that account, and it's a really good account. I don't want to have to do that again.
1: I hear you. I'm saying, but that. I mean, I'm sure they're looking at it as like, well, maybe if we don't help them. Well, spend some money. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think Niantic, Niantic's that way, though. You know what I mean? Maybe. I'm always skeptical of companies. Like, <laughs> I always assume that they're, like, trying to dick me for my golds.
0: Well, I just wish uh, I could still access can I say it.
1: dick? Like, and stuff like that? Or? I
0: mean, I don't. I mean, we say fuck and shit. Fuck and bitch, piss. come yeah. slap titties? Okay, yeah, we, I just
1: wanted to make sure. I mean, Yeah, I,
0: there, you know, don't be, you know.
1: Don't do what so, I just did.
0: No, don't go far out. Right or far out left, just be moderate with your swear words.
1: Oh, okay. You know? I mean, how do you go far right or far left? Like, what's a far right swear word? KKK member. Okay. What's a far left swear Like, Antifa? Uh,
0: yeah. You know, some gotcha. some just belligerent shit that... <laughs>
1: I remember there was this chick once who uh, talked to me from China, and she was getting into a cab, and she was talking to me on speakerphone as she was walking through like downtown Beijing, So I went to Google Translate and I typed in the uh, Chinese Communist Chinese Party is evil and needs to be overthrown. And then I translated that into Chinese from English. And then as she was talking to me on speakerphone, I just started like blasting that from my side into the mic. (laughs) She was like, please stop doing that. (laughs) So, yeah, so she hung up on me.
0: Wait, so it was the Chinese Communist Party is right, evil?
1: It, it, I think it was, yeah, the Chinese Communist Party is evil, it needs to be overthrown. <laughs> and I just used Google Translate to translate that from English to Mandarin. And then you know how, like, <laughs> when you translate something on Google Play, you can hit play? Yeah. Yeah, I just started blasting that. like, And she's like, please stop. Yes, because over there, like, that's that's a no-no. She can, She's probably locked up now. Well, she's an American student. I don't think. that... Oh,
0: then she's dead. She's dead. She's <laughs> yeah. in a concentration camp.
1: Could you imagine being like a student over there, especially from here? Like when all the fucking COVID shit first. Oh, started? dude. You probably just got locked in your room, told to shut the fuck up and stay in there. Well, I'm sure. Well,
0: you're at a university, but like, China, the they, the way they the way they try to, you know, just clean the virus was kind of like weird they literally just took military vehicles and sprayed their cities
1: yeah but i think ultimately at least like per capita or whatever they had less infections than us because it's different in a communist country like in america like we have freedoms and you know you can go do what you want to do and when
0: people like this was the first time our freedoms besides you know war we're,
1: reasons right were infringed but in China, though, it's like they, they just... don't have rights. Right. Well, I mean, they kind of do, but they have rights as long as the government is okay with it. But the minute the government's like, shut the fuck up and get inside, then they you get shut, the, shut fuck the fuck up, and, up get and get inside. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... No,
0: that's so. I guess that's how they were able to subside the. Oh well, yeah, that was a big part of it for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I wonder, like, China's economy, the what. What baffles me with their economy is how it's just a big bubble. Well... Because they're building ghost cities. Now they're building industrial, like,
1: complex zones. They're trying to build infrastructure. Because, like, you take, like, Beijing, and that's a major city like New York or L.A. Where China is actually lacking is outside of the cities. You know how you could go to, like, small-town America? And, yeah, it's, like, kind of bumfuck. But, like, you're still going to have running water electricity, there's going to be a fucking stoplight in the middle of town. You go to a a fucking small town in China, and they got fucking oxes plowing the fields, and they're fucking fetching water from the well for their bath. And they're
0: lucky they have a line of electricity for lighting in the local hospital.
1: If even that, exactly. Well, no, there may not even be a local hospital.
0: A little doctor office. Right, so
1: that's where, like, China's got to catch up. Like, their cities are, like... Not extremely far behind ours, but it's the whole rest of that country that they got to catch up.
0: But then they build these massive ghost cities. I'm sure you've heard of those.
1: Um, there's a these bit, large.
0: They build on average twelve to thirteen cities a year. Yeah, the size of New York or L. A. And only maybe one million people live in them. Well, a par- because the cost of living so high.
1: Oh, a part of that too is. All these farmers are wanting to get in on the economic prosperity that has been happening in China. So they all want to move into the cities. So China is, like, trying to give them somewhere to fucking go so that they're not stacking on top of each other so hard. And just a few select cities like Beijing, Shanghai, or whatever other cities that they have. But the, it's with them how they,
0: how they control their economy... It really doesn't allow those people to move into these new cities that they're building. Yeah, and they're you have building to get mind 12 or so a year.
1: It doesn't seem sustainable. I don't know. I'd have to do some research. Like on uh,
0: I could pull up a
1: let's pull up a statistic right now. Because also all that would cost money. What would because usually when you think of something like that, well, like, that's
0: because they have too many workers. So it's to keep people working. It's all government.
1: Yeah, Chinese
0: ghost cities. constructed so looks like a last year
1: uh Pudong there are 50 ghost cities yeah I'm looking I believe at the same list Wikipedia
0: the under occupied development in China list
1: so a part of it is according to the internet um that they wanted to keep construction going and keep like construction workers working and building and shit.
0: Well, it's because they have so many people.
1: And but th- that, you no, know, the problem is they're building so much housing that there's not enough people to occupy it, according to the internet.
0: Well, they're building so much housing because Beijing's overpopulated. You have to think, dude, the way the lifestyle is in Beijing, that is like the. The uh, Olympic Games mm-hmm. are the most polluted, and Ch- and they're getting them again, like.
1: Uh, oh, pretty quickly, yeah. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, I felt bad uh, for Tokyo. They
0: well, to they're getting them. to host theirs this year. Yeah, but it's a lot of. It's
1: only local though. You people yeah. from.
0: Out Which, of state can't come. Out of country, yeah. Well, It sucks country. because
1: like that's they, all their funding. Exactly, they put millions into building. They're already these at I
0: think like eighteen billion. One of the most expensive, or over one hundred eighty billion dollars, because every day it costs their government like forty million dollars to keep operating.
1: To main to maintain the yeah. properties,
0: the water, the landscaping, the groundscape. Well, because
1: it's not the by and large, the majority of the structures aren't meant to be permanent. Like they're meant well,
0: to- they did have a few
1: intended for. A few, that's what I'm saying, but, like, there's an Olympic village and all that, and, like, I don't, I don't think that the entire, like, area... All 45
0: they... buildings will not survive after 20, but yeah. I'm sure about 15, because the football field they built is going to be very new football state. The baseball field after the Olympics, that's going to be... So, they did do a lot of infrastructure for that reason. Well, that's
1: because Tokyo's decently smart about it, then, that they yeah. made it semi-perm, like, you know, made actual usable shit for after the Olympics.
0: Well, that's, well, I mean, it's Japan, dude. It's...
1: Yeah, I you know I've been once. It was fucking dope.
0: But uh, yeah, no, I feel so bad for them because they most of their money they gain back is selling the rights to NBC and uh, you know, tickets. Yeah, international travel, and then that's yeah, and and tourist dollars, and and that that usually helps their economy for like years to come, especially with Japan because they're very. Very Like, people want to spend money at Japan.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of people want to go to Japan because it's fucking Japan. But now it's just like, fuck. Well, I don't think it'll kill Japan, but yeah, it's a bitch.
0: I mean, they're at least a very wealthy economy. Yeah, they're like seventh or eighth in the world.
1: There was a time where they were number one for a while.
0: Yeah. Um. You know what's crazy, though, is their neighbors, Taiwan, and China are having conflicts, and there's... Well, Taiwan,
1: I don't think, will go the way of Hong Kong, though. No, they're just going to overtake Chi- Taiwan. Uh, it's I don't think so. I mean, we, I could be wrong, but we'll see. Because, like, Hong Kong... Was, oh,
0: that's just been silenced.
1: Well, yeah, but the situation there was different than the situation with Taiwan. See, the history... So, if you want, I'll go a little bit on the mm-hmm. history. So, Hong Kong, the w- the reason that operated like uh, it British.
0: did... British. It was that uh, part of the... Britain. they had the 50-year, one government, two... They had a 100-year yeah. lease. yeah.
1: It's kind of like what we have with Guantanamo of Cuba. have yeah, a actually... hundred
0: year lease and then a fifty year, two governments, one country.
1: If it's a hundred year lease. Yo, know, you're mixing Taiwan and Hong Kong.
0: That's why I thought you'd talk about Hong Kong. My bad.
1: Well, I was talking about Hong Kong, but okay. it's not two governments.
0: Well, it's they're ran like a demo- they have democratic. Well, right, they did. They still technically do till twenty forty nine. Yeah. Technically, technically, but China's not letting
1: that. yeah, China's not having that shit. First time a Winnie the Pooh f- poster goes up, bring it down, shut it down. But really? oh, yeah, have you ever not heard, heard of that? I didn't know that was a real thing. ZG Ping, oh, yeah, he he fucking hates Winnie the Pooh. Disney won't put it, Disney is really big in China, but they won't like put Winnie the Pooh on their fucking China shit now because he's been compared to look like Winnie the Pooh. And so... Oh, he got embarrassed and pissed off. Yes, exactly. So there's no Winnie the Pooh in China anymore. So
0: I didn't know South Park was actually... That's real. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. But to circle back, so like, yeah, Britain leased Hong Kong for 100 years from China. And that lease came to an end. And Britain pretty much was like, well, it's legally not ours, so, you know, here's it fucking back. But Taiwan is different because what happened with Taiwan is... Prior to World War II, the Communist Party was fighting the KMT, which was the Chinese Democratic Party that was in control at the time. And they actually paused their fighting briefly during World War II to fight the Japanese on a unified front. But Mao Zedong, being kind of the prick he was, was like, well, I'm just going to hang back and I'm going to let the KMT do the fighting. And so after World War II ended, the KMT were weakened from going back and forth with Japan And Japan was kicking their ass. Like, the only thing that saved them was the United States coming in. And after China was able to beat back the KMT, the KMT posted up on what is now Taiwan. And so that's actually a separate government. And for, you can research this, but for, I don't know how long, I'm going to say roughly 50 years, but for a long time, there were many governments that actually recognized KMT, the party, as the legitimate government of China instead of recognizing the China- CCP Chinese Communist Party and so uh, over time though obviously they switch because it became apparent that like the CCP is not going to lose control of the mainland but that's the reason i say it's different because taiwan isn't like a lease deal that's actually more arguably more so an operating standalone government organization so
0: it's uh, would you also say it's a uh, more of a dmz that water Pretty much between the two governments.
1: The whole South China Sea, that whole water around Japan and China and all that, is not a DMZ. It's And that's a problem, because China is all up in there, like, fucking threatening people. Even Japan.
0: Well, China also only has, like, 150 actual, like, militarized Naval vessels. And right. They have no submarines. But
1: the problem is they have missiles. And they're right fucking there. So, I mean, they could missile the fucking.
0: And And uh, we have missiles, too, in Japan. We, we
1: do. But I'm saying... And but, yeah. But the grand, they're right there by their neighbors. Right. But China's trying to be aggressive. You know, it's trying to throw its weight around. And that's, that's why it makes it, like, a tense situation. And it's not necessarily always about a huge fucking military conflict. It's also, like... Well, who gets to fish these waters, and who gets to fish these? And China tries to do blockades to oh, keep do. the other countries out of certain areas in their, near their waters. And that obviously can hurt economics, especially in Asia, because, you know, Asia is more so than probably the West, is huge on eating fish and has a yeah. huge demand for basically seafood.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but then uh, what do we think of—well— uh, if China's such a worry, and I know if they were to go to war with Taiwan, or try to invade Taiwan, it would take them about sixty days to get all their military. Oh, they would
1: smash it. It would be. But like- it would
0: take sixty days for them to prepare, roughly, to get all because they would want to do about a half a million to uh you know five million unit or a hundred million people, you know, because that's nothing to the military. hundred million. Yeah. Uh, and then they would need to enlist civilian fleet vehicles. To carry, like, heavy artillery tanks and all that. But uh, ta- by that time, Taiwan would have reinforced
1: all their landmines in the water. Well, Taiwan couldn't defend itself from China. Well, What, I, what would have to happen is... Uh, uh, this
0: international... W-
1: international intervention. Yeah, and that would be... The start of World War III and
0: or a conflict <clears throat> leading towards the next World War.
1: You know, it would make me think of, uh, like, the Bay of Pigs incidents with Cuba... Where JFK had to fucking try to talk the Russians down from fucking having a basically a nuclear conflict. You know much about that? Uh, a little. Basically, back in I forget when JFK was president. Like I want to say 60s. the sixties. Yeah, the U.S. had nukes, uh, in Turkey or maybe not nukes, but at least missiles ready to fire. I think actually no, it was nukes. They had nukes ready to fire at russia so like so that they could strike really quickly so russia was like well fuck this like we're gonna put nukes in um cuba because that was the closest communist country to the united states and so cuba ended up getting these missiles <coughs> loaded with nuclear warheads and it ended up being a tense situation because we had tried to assassinate fidel castro
0: well, I knew about that.
1: Yeah, many times, and what the reason we got so close to having a nuclear war is we were going back and forth with Russia and about because we we had a military blockade around Cuba, and I'm trying to remember exactly how like the timeline played out, but basically as it escalated, there was a sh- like a uh, a submarine that lost contact with Russia. And because they couldn't contact home base, they didn't know if the U S had launched nukes. And so they almost launched a nuke at the United States from their submarine. But ultimately they ended up like the, the the submarine captain was like, well, I don't want to be the person that causes a nuclear Holocaust on earth, this Russian guy. And so they didn't fire. And luckily they waited until they came up and asked uh, Khrushchev who was the, I forget what they call him. He wasn't a czar. He wasn't a prime minister, but he was a leader at the time. President. And yeah. Yeah. Was he a president?
0: President Khrushchev or Khrushchev. Khrushchev? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah, they asked the president. Yeah, because that was. Mm, I don't know. No, it, I no, Premier. I, pr- I, yeah. Yeah, because K- Boris Yeltsin were the guy with the fucking water. I might be going way too. Yeah, I way don't way know. Deep, we're.
0: Uh, we may not be 100% accurate on the h- historical details. Well, some is. of this, yeah, but not all. Maybe. Yeah, well, we're
1: pretty accurate, but <laughs> but well, that one Khrushchev, guy. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. premiered because it wasn't until mm-hmm. Boris Yeltsin when the wall came down that they went to a presidency. Yeah. But anyway, no, so. No, that
0: was, uh, Ur- uh, I think that was Ergovich. President, uh, I don't know. Ergovich, I know, yeah. the
1: names are all familiar. It's like uh, my recent Russian history. I I'm actually usually pretty into that, though. But, uh,
0: but, yeah, nonetheless.
1: But, yeah, anyway, so we were going back and forth, and it was like, well, you take your missiles down in Turkey, and we'll take the ones down in Cuba and back and forth. And the U- only way it actually ended up resolving was the U.S. said, we will take the missiles out of Turkey, but you have to trust us. We're not going to say we did it because we don't want to lose face. And if you take your missiles out of Cuba now, then we'll take our missiles out of Turkey in like six to 12 months, which they ultimately actually did do. But it was all very much like JFK saying to Khrushchev, like you're just going to have to do it on a handshake because I can't officially come out and say that I like retreated from you or pulled back from you, which the, the Russians did too. They pulled their shit out of Cuba, but,
0: but it was more like, no, you gotta, we gotta publicize. You did it first.
1: Yeah. So and then I'll do it quietly. Or the
0: American people are going to demand re- retaliation. Yes, exactly. And I will. And Congress will demand war. Well,
1: uh, yeah. Well, he probably possibly- said
0: something like that on a closed yeah, line. Yeah. Like the little if, red phone. Yeah. You don't do this. Congress is going to demand a conflict resolution that will take lives mad- yeah. catastrophically.
1: <laughs> so if you don't mind, switch it up a bit. I I was curious, like how many of your listeners for this are ultimately out of St. Louis?
0: Um, so I'm still learning how to understand the national demographics, but I have about, I want to say 50, 60 St. Louis listeners, gotcha. um, in North America from there. Um, I have about, I want to say most of my listeners are actually from, you know, America, but <laughs> North America itself, uh, it says we have about, 68% of my listeners, and I have about 800 active listeners, nice. give or take. And then the rest of them come from various, like, countries, and Random there's, like, 40. kind of. Well, I mean, people I met in Yellowstone. Valued, over...
1: valued listeners. But well, <laughs> they
0: are, well, they're people I met in Yellowstone, and it's really cool that they listen to their American crazy friend nice. talk.
1: Well, the reason I was asking is, uh, I, I've only done it one weekend so far, but after a few months or weeks or whatever, like... As I get stories from emos, and I think I will, and come back and tell you some like pizza delivery stories. Because the what prompts me to bring that up is I had a retarded guy show me his junk, the, oh the other day. He, I uh, I was telling my coworkers I was like I got stiffed, and then saw a stiff. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> well, the first two deliveries that I did last night, or well, I say last night, it was like four o'clock. Um, the first woman, like, didn't give me a tip at all, which is like, yeah, ra- rabble, rabble, rabble. Like, you're not happy about it, but you move on and keep going. And then the second guy, the woman opens the door and she's, she, I give her this slip to write the tip and sign. And she's like, oh, I got to go get my reader. So she goes back to her bedroom. Well, she had an adult, like mentally handicapped son. Mm-hmm. So after a few minutes, she goes, oh, Hey Kyle, whatever his name was, I need your help. Um, it wasn't actually Kyle, but yeah, he gets up to go help her, and he and he walks, and he's got like just his boxers on. He's just got his like wing just slinging out, like walk, hanging out there, walking around. And I'm standing at the door of their apartment, so I'm like looking in, and yep, yeah, got got flashed. That's a fun story. Oh yeah, so Did I, it get hard. Oh, you know, just a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, bet. You know, I had to go rub it out once I got back to the shop. I bet all over the the. The cheese? Ah, uh, what do you think the special sauce is? Oh. <laughs> I'm also learning, kind of, and it's interesting, like, learning how, like, these restaurants actually work and stuff. What like the I, emo's? Yeah, because, like, you know how, like, you would think the pizzas would be fresh and stuff, and they are if you, like, special order one, but I, I never thought of this, but it makes sense, but, like, if you order, like, one of the, the, like, I don't know what they would, what you would call it, but a pizza that's got preset things on it, like, if there's, like, a, like... What is something you can order from Emo? Like the St. Louis special or something. Something that has set toppings and you don't custom order it. They actually make a bunch of those in advance and just put them in the freezer.
0: Well, that... I guess that's different on each Emo's then. I've not had any Emo's. My Emo's I worked at, the guy owned three of them. And Mm -hmm. one of them, he had one that specifically made pizza and uh, pasta sauces. So they had like... They would order tons like a couple tons of tomatoes a week and oh, make wow. their own pizza sauce at the store well they make the pizzas but but then... no that like ours we made our sauce and we shredded our own cheese shredded our own lettuce or slicer our... some of them just do it weird and they may just be busy enough to where they have to
1: yeah you know yeah this is in Baldwin too and like it's it's usually six o'clock hits and it's like constantly going 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 i love it though i did the the census last year which is where i was like going door to door and asking people questions Mm and getting told to fuck off their property and uh, (laughs) isn't that great yeah oh yeah i had so many people that like saw me as the arbiter of the government even though i'm just some guy that they gave a phone to and were like go ask people questions and so like they were like i don't like the government i'm like all right goodbye which
0: hey i'm joey with the census bureau we're just making sure you filed your census
1: form no fuck yourself well, and what made it worse, too, like, I don't know how it was in prior years, because the last time they did a census, I was, like, 18, and I was in college, so I didn't do the form and all that, but, like, a lot of people did it online, and then they, I go up and ask them the fucking questions, and they're, like, I already did it online, so I was, like, well, what am I supposed to do? They're, like, well, just try to get them to do it again. Boy, man, do people get pissed off. They're, like, what? why do I have to do it again? Did you fucking lose it the first time? I'm, like, man, I didn't. I didn't do it, <laughs> but yeah, but what well, we were saying a minute ago, though, um, yeah, they, they make all the pizzas, but it's like, if you like order like a meat lovers or some shit,
0: but on a busy night though, I'm sure they have a couple
1: thrown back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They do. They go in the freezer. But well,
0: hopefully they're not made like two or three days in advance. I hope they're made that day.
1: I don't know. Cause I don't see them. Cause so like I told the guy, I was like, I'll only do weekend nights. And those are the only nights you've seen it. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I hope it's not like that during the week on slower nights.
1: I have no idea.
0: That would be disturbing. I would not eat there. Actually. I don't know. I could. I hope we don't get that franchise in trouble now.
1: <laughs> no, well, nobody knows which one it is. They just you know said us. Baldwin already. Oh, did I? No, <laughs> well I doubt it.
0: Yeah, it's not like people actually give a fuck. No. Uh, like, well, what are you
1: gonna do? Call the police? Officer, no, it would be it, like
0: corporate, would get me
1: mad, but you'd lose your pizza delivery. <laughs> and you're I mean, like,
0: oh boy, yeah, I'm, it's not like you can't go to another
1: pizza place. Well, I'm sure they were just made earlier that day, probably yeah. like. Well, pizza.
0: that's why I'm thinking like it's not even a big ordeal. Recent, you see that meme where the Muppet like looks at you, like, you know, where yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's how this one. franchise is like, yeah, made fresh this morning just for backup.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and it doesn't go. I should. Re, I should rephrase too. It doesn't go into a freezer. Well, it it's goes a into the cooler. Refrigerator. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a cooler.
0: Yeah. They don't have a freezer in most cases. Yeah, they have like an ice machine. I think sometimes. Well, they
1: have ice cream, but it's probably like a little. Yours does. Uh, Nine does not. But I've seen emails that have like Ted Drews and stuff. I guess that varies on a franchise. A crazy, owner. Yeah, the one in North County did like by the Circle. Really. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. But, so. uh...
0: So, with uh, the tax season going on right now, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite part about it?
1: Well, now, I see, up until this last year, I was actually working for a public accounting firm, preparing taxes. Now, give me just a second, I'm just here. Oh, man. Stand by. Now that I work for U.S. Bank, I actually just review taxes and audits because we enter, they entered like into deals with like developers and stuff and then in exchange for getting these multi hundred million dollar loans i review the company's taxes and audits and make sure like in addition to like quarterly financials and make sure that everything's kosher that they're not about to like collapse and be unable to pay their loan and stuff
0: i feel you stand by i'm a, uh,
1: you know gassing it up
0: with scotty right now it's
1: yeah, can we talk about illegal shit? Like, can we...
0: I mean, what are they going to fucking do? The I mean, I don't think... The FCC can't fuck with me. I'm a podcaster. Well, yes, Well, bro, sweet. you know,
1: if you really want to get the big, uh, the, we the, big the big, podcast dollars, what we should talk about is DMT. Dude. Come on, Joe Rogan. Dude, so the DMT stories will have to be
0: on a later date. Like, I want to have, like, a full... I want to like I want to eat some mushrooms to do the next episode like I have a chocolate bar right now I want to eat but I'm like do I also want to so here's the thing and I know the Mormons don't listen to my podcast so I'm okay saying this um yeah I uh I plan on eating mushrooms today if I don't go to my parents uh for uh dinner and I hope my mom doesn't listen to this I'm sorry uh, sorry, mom. Um, I have a. Mushroom. She knows I smoke weed, but if I eat mushrooms, I don't know she'll know that. But other than that, um, dude, DMT is a crazy thing. I've done it. Uh, I've used it twice with my marijuana, I like to smoke it. Other than that, um, it's crazy. You know. Uh, but yeah, those would be a different story. I think episode fifty we will have it. So okay. If, Catch me at the end of the year, and I'll talk about my crazy DNT stories. Hope my mom doesn't get mad. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm she... an adult, so she can't be mad. I but... mean,
1: she could be mad. She just couldn't Dude. punish you.
0: Yeah. I don't live at home.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't lived at home since I was 15. I nice. uh, left, never went. I mean, I talked to my parents and stuff, but I never went back. <laughs> but, yeah, I have some, some mushroom stories, too, sometime.
0: Dude, um, fuck, we should play some Pokemon Go.
1: <laughs> I'm down to sometime. Today, with Easter being Easter and all that. I'll probably... Oh, yeah, this is recording on...
0: Damn it, these people are gonna be so mad. I'm talking about drugs on Easter.
1: <laughs> How dare you on the Jesus... Is Easter's the day, like, that Jesus resurrected, right?
0: Yeah, and, like, I've been learning a lot of... Hang on, let me do this dab real quick. Gassing it up with Scotty, what? FYI, I... I'm not doing the drugs. No, he's sober today. Sober
1: like a fox, baby. (coughs) Goodness. Have you ever, like, been doing a show and, like, a guest just has to take, like, a fat shit? And then, like, what do they do? Um, it kind of pisses me off because we pause it. That's fine. I don't actually have to right now. Just well, letting you know, I feel like the, the we're at is like turning.
0: We're almost 32 minutes, so we got, like, 15, 20 more minutes of comedy. That's fine. I'm not,
1: saying, I'm not saying i got to take a fat <laughs> shake. <shower. laughs> not now? Not now. But, but I'm just saying I'm starting to feel, you know, the, the, the guts moving.
0: Okay, so, uh, noted. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, man, um, fuck, uh, but yeah, Crazy Stories will be episode 50 on experimentation. Why episode 50 is... Because it's, like, a milestone. I get that. I mean And it anticipates uh people to wanna listen more each episode and uh since I mentioned I'ma eat probably, you know, maybe two grams of chocolate and mushrooms I want people's uh you know, they may be like, Ooh, what's he gonna say about that next week? I may or may not eat it. I will let you guys know. But Yeah. Yeah. It really depends. Oh I'm want to and I'm just like, Do I want to want to or do I want to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm also trying to like learn about the Church of Latter Day Saints, which is unique because it's the whole Are book you of Mormon about
1: going and and doing the baptism and stuff and becoming a
0: Mormon. Only to learn their ways, I wouldn't. But that wouldn't be truthful to them, and I don't think that's right.
1: Well, yeah, I dated a Mormon girl once whose dad was like a bishop of the Mormon Church. I mean, it you know like the local bishop of uh. Like Pop, the check you know, bluff or Southeast Missouri or yeah. whatever.
0: I don't know. It's weird. You know, I'm going to just say, I just, the, the service today, it was neat, but I, I don't really think I could say I'm ready to even continue this path. Oh, you after. went,
1: did you go to one this morning? No, I'm oh. going to do the one this evening. Oh, wow. Three to
0: five. Well, I'm just listening to it. Like, I'm going to play GTA Five with it in my headphones.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean on your computer. Okay. They do live streams now because of COVID. Yeah, that you makes know? sense. I went... It's different. <coughs> like, what's different about the Mormon church, because I had to go when I was dating this girl, mm-hmm. is that they don't... You know how, like, a normal church, the preacher or priest gets up there and, and kind of, you know, says his word or whatever? With the Mormon church they do what's called testimonials. So, yeah, they have testimonies. Right, so they take turns going up there and saying whatever they want to say. Well, that's why it's always like a group
0: of them that come talk to you because they'll share like I, and it's unique and the guys I've been talking to are really cool and uh like I just don't want to I I like the fact that they're they've helped, given me a lot of guidance in learning about Mormonism because the Book of Mormon's kind of really crazy. Like, holy fuck.
1: Yeah, have you actually. I own a copy. I was handed in Yellowstone. I've never sat down and, like, read it front to back. You know, I mean, I I'm guess in
0: the process of it. It's crazy.
1: I've seen, like, the little South Park episode.
0: It... Which one was
1: that? Uh, so there's one where they have a, the Mormons and they go through the story of the Mormons. Stan meets a Mormon family he's like, oh, wow, these people are, like, super awesome, cool, and nice. And so they invite him in, and he's, like, hanging out with the uh, the Mormon kid. And then his family starts talking about Mormonism as he asks questions. And it's funny because they go through, like, the story of Joseph Smith. But the whole time they're, like, talking about it, they're going dum-dum-dum-dum-dum because they're doing it. Like, it's, like, a little bit background beat, but they're just dumb, dum dumb, Like, so just the whole time they're saying the whole story is dumb. But they're basically talking about how... He found the plates and, like, he told his buddy how he had to, like, look into the bottom of a hat and, and transcribe them and how God was like, if anyone else sees them, I'm going to take them away from you. Well, obviously people started, because people started asking, like, can I see the plates? And he said, no, because God will take them away from me if anyone else sees them. So then the guy who he had transcribing with for him, and I don't remember any of the names, his wife yeah. was like, well... Why don't you uh, see if he can say the same thing again? And apparent like see if he can repeat what he said like the night before. And Joseph Smith said like he, he couldn't and then he like he made some excuse, like God got mad at him and took those first set of plates away. But it's all right because that was the first generation of Native American prophet the second generation of Native American prophet recaps that story with, but you know, with different wording and things like that. And so like, that's kind of how he created his explanation for why it was what he recorded. The first time was different from the second time Mm -hmm. because the guy took the original papers and like hit them away or some shit where he couldn't find them. But basically like every time Joseph Smith got called out on whether it was real or not he basically said well it's real but if i do what would be needed to prove it to you god's gonna get mad and take away my power to read these golden plates or just take the plates away
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: i remember too because since i was dating that mormon girl i got like a little mormon missionary visit and i was like well where's the golden plates and this was before i ever saw the south park thing and they were like well god took them away and i'm like oh okay okay <laughs> And so <laughs> they were, but they asked me. They were like, "Would you? Would you believe us even if we had the plates? Like, or would you just think they were fake?" And I was like, "You know, I might still be skeptical, but it would it would help your fucking argument." <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Well, that's where I was, and um, I've been kind of playing dumb too. I'm I'm obviously not stupid, but uh, I asked him. So what obviously. made uh, I mean, I'm somewhat retarded. I have my moments, you know, <clears throat> yeah. but. Uh, um, I asked these guys initially, so why were you guys uh pushed all the way to Utah? They're like, oh, we were just prosecuted and had to
1: leave. That's all they said. Well, it's more than that. <laughs> because, I mean, that's what the girl I dated too. she was like, well, did you know that it used to be legal in Missouri to shoot a Mormon? And it's like it was legal because you were, like, kidnapping daughters and stuff, like, at first, you know? Basically... No one wanted the Mormons in their town. I've actually been to the town uh, where Joseph Mormon, or Joseph, not Mormon, Joseph Smith <laughs> was killed. It's Carthage, Illinois, which is... Joseph couple- Smith was killed there? Yeah. Yeah, Um, he... It was on a trip to bring more Mormons
0: back to Utah, I think, wasn't it? I don't think
1: they... No, they hadn't they didn't get to Utah yet, because Berman Young or whatever took um, over afterwards, and he actually got them to Utah. But Joseph Smith, sorry, uh, was he was leading them out there at the time and he got caught by whatever the police in in carthage illinois were and so they threw him in a jail cell and when the mormons came to try to like break him out they just killed him and so that joseph smith got killed by the police that's actually how he died oh yeah you can go see it in carthage illinois it's like a few hours from here in st louis was it in a cell he was shot Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he was trying to get out the window, but he didn't like he didn't. Oh, enjoy. as he was escaping. Yeah, trying to. Yeah, and then that's when they they put him put him down. Old Yeller style, maybe not Old Yeller style, but they. <laughs> Midwest. Yeah. Represent. Yeah. 1805. But um, they yeah they're they're still in this area. They didn't all go to Utah, and actually. Missouri is known... We have some, like, unique sects of Mormonism because not every Mormon, after Joseph Smith died, went on to follow Berman Young to Utah. Some of them did stay in this area. And so there's some, like... I guess you would call them uh, Orthodox Mormons that follow an older sect, and they still believe more so in the multiple marriages and things like that. Really? Yeah.
0: But I guess that's very less common for majority of Mormons that practice.
1: Yeah, they're more like the offshoot fringe of Mormonism, which is already an offshoot fringe of Christianity. But they do exist, you know, there's a...
0: Well, like, the only reason I would get baptized, and I hope that's why I know they don't listen to this, because they never ask me why. The only reason I would say yes to get baptized is so I could learn more about how the temples work.
1: You're probably not going to get into temple without being extremely committed like you have to put years into it to go to temple like my girlfriend couldn't go to temple because she had like premarital sex like they check well she told them that she they didn't like check oh it's an honesty thing yeah she told them i guess like you know they she did some equivalent of a confession at some point and uh But once they like for whatever reason have you on a list, you have to do some like serious repenting or some shit to, ultimately be able to go in. Like and even if you don't have anything like the black marks or anything, whatever you want to call it, you you still have to like put time in and prove your dedication to Mormonism before they let you go to temple. They basically you can't just show up and be like hi, I'm Joe, I'm a Mormon, I want to go to temple. Like, there's a vetting process. Like, what all it entails, I'm not 100%, but it's not just walking in. There is one in St. Louis, I think, though. Really? Uh, I'm not 100%. I know
0: there's multiple churches here, and it's crazy how they separate them in boundaries. Yeah. And that's how the missionaries are, like, the missionaries that are talking to me, I'm technically not in their church boundaries, so they introduced me to a new missionary. What do you mean? Hold on So, like, they're part of, like, the uh, Oakville-Melville, or I'm part of the Oakville-Melville-Lime Church boundaries for how the missionaries contact us, because that's the home church close to me, and it's in Afton-ish. But uh, they were reaching out to me from, like, a further out church just outside their church boundaries, and technically I'm in a different boundary, but, like, they butt heads right here. So, it's weird. So they had to hand me off to another...
1: (laughs) Refer you? Yeah, Yeah. like a car salesman or something.
0: We gotta refer you to another guy. I've been difficult, too. I've been...
1: What do you mean difficult? Like, asking questions?
0: No, like, putting them off and stop
1: talking to them, and... Oh, don't worry. They'll always... They
0: know... I've had them over once, and I have... If, uh... I would show you the inside of the house right now, but everyone's, like, sleeping That's and fine. we have a baby. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I had them over at one point for, you yeah. know, a s- session. And they uh, signed my wall because in my room I had them all signed. I- a lot of people sign the wall. Right. So I got, like, a little section on my wall signed by Mormons, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. So, like. <laughs> but uh, ever since I stopped talking to a while and when I lost my old Facebook account. Uh, the new one I have got blocked for a while because, uh, Facebook, yeah, well, Facebook thought it was a fake, so it it took forever, but, uh, I haven't been able to really add people since then, so, like, they've tried, like, finding the account, but I don't think they could find it, you know, um, and I can't really access it. I'm lucky I could get on the messenger sometime, maybe, but, uh yeah so uh the only way they've reached out to me is like one time randomly they just showed up to the house and knocked on the door asking you know, if I was here they left a note and then one time I was walking and they were ironically just driving down the way to check up on
1: me oh so you've got you've you've gotten their attention. That's, that kind of terrifies me. See, like, the when I had... But
0: they told me, it's like, if it becomes too much, let us know, we'll,
1: you know it won't bother us. So, like, they've been... Per- it's already too much. Like, you were already, for me at least, you were already coming to my house without my prior notice. That right there, for me, is already <laughs> enough. Like, stop.
0: But it's also, like, because I think they get, like... Is there some, like, tally marker they get for baptizing you?
1: Mm. They get, they have to do so many door knocks and shit like that. So they definitely... You definitely are helping them meet some type of quota. I don't know if there's a tally mark necessarily for baptism. They may get a gold star that day or something.
0: But, I mean, that's what they're trying to get me to do. And I'm just like, dude, I'm just interested. I don't really want to make a new commitment right now. I think I should just be honest and say that. Well, yeah. I mean, they... But that means they're still going to want to. They're going to always
1: want to steer you towards making the commitment. Like it's kind of like, it's like a salesman. Like you don't necessarily want what they're selling, but that doesn't mean they're not going to try to sell it to you. And you've basically given them your phone number at this point, so like you're going to get the calls, and you know the pop buys, and like, how? <laughs> I'm curious though. Like what when you were talking to them, like what was the actual? conversation was it just like hey well
0: so the way they reached out to me one of them just added me on facebook and i was like whatever just on my older, well
1: i have you added
0: i just added well they added me and they followed the page or something or i don't know how they got like found me on facebook but it's probably you know just because i for the podcast i was very active on it and i, I shot post i well, wonder what that fucking this? thing is on the screen
1: is that a wasp no it's a beetle oh okay it might be a stink bug, but I don't know what type of beetle it is.
0: Okay, whatever. But yeah, I I need to get something to prevent like a whole bunch of wasp in here. Like like one of those like insect
1: like repellent like. You could just pot. spray um, anywhere you have gaps with wasp shit every couple of days, and that would do it. I mean, it's a temporary thing.
0: Yeah, I need to get some.
1: Luckily, it's getting ready to be a nice time of year. But that also, that's probably the time to do it, because if you're going to come out here and do a bunch of stuff, you want to yeah. do it while it's not too hot, not too cold. Yeah. But, but, I mean, if people
0: are using the shed a lot, I don't think they're going to stay in here often.
1: Well, I, I mean, it's pretty much just you in this, most of the most. I yeah. you know you don't live in it, but I mean... Yeah, like,
0: my roommates come out here, and we do hookah sometimes, you know.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, but other than that,
0: we took down all the nests that were in here. You know, they were just med-dopper nests, so...
1: Oh God! Yeah, that would terrify me. I'm actually allergic to wasp.
0: I I know my mother is, so I'm assuming I am. I've never been actually stung by a wasp. I don't wasp. necessarily
1: know if it works. Like I don't think it's like I don't think it's it's heredity in her family. See my me neither of my parents though are allergic. Mm, it could have skipped a generation somewhere. That's possibly true. It could
0: skip me. Th- I don't know, but uh, yeah, I I just don't want to fuck with them either. You know. Yeah, well. Because wasps, especially mud doppers, they're pretty docile, but until they'd...
1: you step on or, or get too close.
0: Or well, if it gets too close to you, it just doesn't know what you are. They don't really just sting you to sting you. Well,
1: I guess the reason I, I had mud doppers once that were like in the ground on the side of my house. Well,
0: if they're digging and you step on their nest.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't realize the, I didn't even realize it was there, but I at my house in North County, I was going around pulling like vines down, that had grown up on the side. And I stepped on one of their nests, and they all went up my shorts. I started stinging me, obviously, in the junk and on my ass. And, <laughs> and I just ran oh, inside. Oh. Ouch! Yeah, man, it hurt. And, like, you know, I'm allergic, but I'm not, like, so allergic that I need, like, an EpiPen. I just have to take Benadryl. But at the same time, it was not fun to get stung all over my junk. I would still go to the hospital and be like, this fucking hurts. I didn't. I didn't. I just... Wrote it out, put ice on it, but luckily ended up working out. Survived.
0: I guess if you saw signs of infection or, like, puffing, you'd have been like... Well,
1: I mean, it's a bee sting, so it did swell a little bit. But, yeah, it went down after a couple hours. Uh I
0: don't know. And that's where I'm just like, yes, global warming, kill all these stinging fucks. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we need them for the ecosystem. And I've come to accept, like... I... Do my best to not fuck with them. To piss them off. Like, if I see them, you know, I'll just slightly You're get like the fuck. i
1: gonna cohabitate with them?
0: But I'm not gonna,
1: like... If it lands on me, I'm gonna be sad. Well, if you don't freak out, I agree with you there. Like, if it lands on you and you don't freak out, they're not gonna sting you. But it's still kind of like an oh shit moment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't like because like I've had one like. Do you lander- have a
1: phobia of it. You kind of seem like yeah. It. You got I don't,
0: real quiet there. I don't like fucking getting stung, dude. Are you? Is it just wasp or is it insects? Any? No, just stinging. I love insects. I just don't like shit that stings. Oh. I like flying <laughs> shit that stings. Oh, scorpions are cool. Snakes, nice.
1: What about like tarantulas? They cool. don't sting.
0: Yeah, but they, they that's neat. Spiders are okay.
1: Why is it the mechanism of stinging that freaks you out?
0: Flying stinging. Because I can't outrun them. They can fly faster than I can yeah, run. Yeah, I
1: guess I see your point
0: there. So, like, if I see one and it's crawling up my arm under my shirt, I want to flick it like this. I know it's going to go that way, but it's I've immediately... Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? Is there anything other than wasp that really, like, sets you off? Then? No, just wasp. I was going to say, I can't... I mean, horseflies, they fly and bite. But horseflies, they just piss me off. Yeah.
0: You know? And, like, bees, they just, like, the only reason they fuck with me is because I have a vape, and they think it's, like, a flower, and then they see it, and it's not. But as soon as smoke's anywhere near me, they fly away, because they don't, like... Same with the wasps, So like, I don't really have an issue, because I smoke. You know? Yeah. But other than that, I hate fucking wasps. All
1: types of them. See, even though I'm allergic, it doesn't bother me on the same level.
0: Like... Mud doppers I'm kind of chill with as long as they don't just like fly in my face. And that's their problem is they don't know what you are so they get up all in your face just nosy. Like, you know, that's yeah. it. I just don't want to be fucking landed on by them. That's my wow. big problem. I, or harassed. Stop harassing me. You know? Me
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. I Wow, you really put put a lot of thought into that.
0: Yeah. No, because like I know most wasps are just like bees.
1: They, they're not. So do bees bother you then? No bees. I love bees. They can only sting you the one time, and they and they're pretty, they're pretty. They're do- pretty Like, honeybees are very docile. Yeah, you ever see like the beekeepers where they put like fifty of them in their beard and shit? And put they don't them... sting. Yeah, not if you're not. Oh, unless you're like trying to actively kill them. Bees, oh, bees will sting if you swat at them and shit.
0: Well, yeah, because that at that That's point, what I are mean def- by yeah. actively trying to kill them. Yeah, yeah, but if you just let it land there, it won't sting you. Mm. And if you move your arm, it's like oh shit, and flies away. It doesn't, and it really depends like how it interprets. Like if I stand up and there's one on my back, it's gonna be like oh shit, and fly away because it you know it, it doesn't, doesn't
1: want the it doesn't want the smoke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm like oh fuck bee oh it's
1: pissed that makes me think of something so music man uh you sent me those those playlists oh the sad boy click the sad boy click goth boy click i was like is this is this joe now like am i gonna go up there and he's gonna have eyeliner on and like hey man fishnets i'm super okay
0: bro i just put goth boy
1: click tattoos all over on the chest and everything
0: on my neck yeah, I'm getting a face tattoo.
1: That's that's how you really know you've made it, <laughs> when you have a face tattoo. I don't know what you've made it to, but you've made it to something once you've got a face tattoo. Yeah.
0: Well, it makes it to my favorite status.
1: Unhirable. <laughs> Unhirable or, uh, yeah.
0: Well, you could work as a
1: janitor at a school
0: district depending on where it
1: is. Or, you know, I guess you could try to be a rapper. That's usually about the only thing I can think of with face tats.
0: Or uh, a tattoo artist. Yeah, yeah, it would really make sense. Jesus, yawning on the podcast?
1: How could you? I thought we had something. No, well, hey, we huh? woke up early today. These last couple days have been... He
0: rough. says he woke up early, was upset. I was trying to do it later this evening.
1: And then was... He's I didn't, like, I, I w- already it on Joe one I wasn't one mad time. that I woke up early. But I woke up early. Sunday is usually my day of the rest, all right? And then you're
0: questioning
1: early. me last night why we should do it at 5 or 6. Because... What I... I usually, on Sunday... Like we'll, to masturbate for a couple hours? Well, that too. I make time for that. Okay. <laughs> but I like, to, I like to get other stuff done. And I didn't want... I like to, like, when I finish my stuff, I like to just go fuck off. Like, like lay there, or whatever. And I... If I put you at the top, then I'm, like, not gonna later do all my stuff and then have to come out here and be like, ah, rabble, rabble, rabble. I don't want to go out. So... <sighs>
0: Noted for future conversations with Heffery here. That I'm, a, that I'm a morning guy? No, that you... If you say yeah to 6pm, it may be like, yeah, I finished everything else and I kind of just don't want to give a fuck anymore. Clocking out for
1: the day, but bye. Well, also too, like the other thing is like, sometimes I'm a, I have a salary job and it could be like, I could make plans to do something and then... It could be two weeks down the line, and then like three days before the day I'm supposed to do something, boss man might just be like, "Well, hey, we got this project we need to do," You're
0: and just then like, oh boy,
1: yeah, obviously you know of course, of course I'm nothing but excited you know to to please my corporate masters.
0: Oh, don't you just love how uh, capitalism makes you
1: feel as a subordinate? <sighs> I struggle with it sometimes because I grew up like really low income. And I, for a large part of my life, I did whatever the fuck I wanted. Like I dropped out at 15, um, went through job core and then went to college at 16. And so I, that whole time had freedom and I really didn't, I did like a grad degree and all that. So I was 24 or 25, it was 2017. So that had been four years ago. I was 24 by the first time I got I actually got a job and had to like follow someone else's schedule. So from 15 to 24, I did whatever the fuck, whenever I wanted, except for going to class. And it's hard to have these people that oftentimes are kind of, I I actually am fortunate in that I do have overall like pleasant managers, but at the same time it can be difficult. Like my uncle died last month and I had a manager. I was like, Hey, I need to take this day off. Like, you know, my uncle died. He's like, well, I don't know if that would be vacation or sick. And I'm like, I don't care what it is, just whatever it is. And I had some of both. So it wasn't like it was an issue of not having the time, but it was like, why are you worried what it is? Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm more saying. Like it's, it's hard like, I get my work done and do well and, and take effort and take pride and all that. But it's it's all the little shit that catches me sometimes with the corporate. Or just, like, a lot of a lot of jobs. I don't necessarily think this is true of just corporate. But a lot of jobs, they promote who they like. And they'll find reasons to reward the people they like. And they don't necessarily find reasons to reward the people they don't like. So, like, there's, like, a office politics of everything, too, if you will. And, like, that can also get really frustrating, too. Because, like, with me, like, I'm usually not on anyone's shit list. But I'm also not, like, hot, you know. And so... Like, you
0: don't go above what they...
1: expect. You do what you're expecting. No, no, I do go
0: go above. Well, you go above, but but you don't suck their dick. When I say, well, I mean... you're not sucking someone's dick to get a bone thrown at you. Yes. On Christmas. Yes. Yes. Oh, we got the most important, the the biggest player here. We the company has you know giving you a two thousand dollar bonus, where the other guy got
1: fifty dollar gift card to. Well. Baskin Robbins. When you're at my level, you don't get a fifty dollar gift card. I actually I actually got a three thousand dollar bonus this but year. But say
0: the guy above you got like a nine, you know. Well, but no, but see... okay, Because he, he, was, sucking here, he here, was sucking the dick. He was sucking the capitalist pp. Here,
1: here's an example, all right? And I'm not going to put any names on it.
0: We don't need to make an example. Let's use Delta. All right, we're working at Delta. You're the...
1: <laughs> just fucking with you. Go on. You're good. I actually just bought um, some Delta stuff. Oh, why did you? Delta Airlines? Yeah. Why? Because I bought airlines and cruise lines. I'll go into that. Anyway, to give you my quick example, though, like... Me and like, I'm like the third highest paid person on my team, and I told you I got like the three grand bonus, right? But this last year was really rough economically, so I didn't get a raise, and neither did the guy above me get a raise because they said, like, you're already towards the top. But the person above him, they really, really like. And they got, like, their full raise, even though they're paid the most. When me and him were told we didn't get a raise because we were already towards the top of the pay bracket. And so that, that's what I mean by, like, playing favorites and, like, you are saying... He's sucking dick. Right. Yeah. Someone sucked dick. <laughs> I don't know if any dick was actually sucked, but in some... The Wolf of
0: Wall Street, you suck dick, and then your dick gets sucked.
1: Is that an actual quote from the movie?
0: No, but that's literally... How it seemed, because literally, dude started sucking dick, and he then he got dick. his dick by s- being sucked when he was the top penny stock broker, and then he built up his empire, and people continued to suck his dick, so they could potentially have their dick sucked like his. So it's just a capitalistic sucking system. I mean, he, I just call it dick sucking. Yeah. Uh, because that right there, he was dick sucking. He got a full extra you know, raise, on top of a bonus, I'm sure. And they told you, too, they couldn't because you're already at the tap. But he's a favorite.
1: Well, and it's like, you know, this person babysits the manager's kids and, like, they have their friends on Snapchat and they have, like, Snapchat streaks and stuff. So, like, it goes pretty deep. Like it's. so you think it's an outside-of-work influence on top? Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, that's, like I said, dick-sucking. I'm not I'm not arguing. I'm just not calling
1: it dick sucking.
0: Yeah, you're not the one trying to defamate your name here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but to, actually, I that's a good another good topic though. Have you bought any uh any stocks? I've kind of like actually just recently pulled out most of the market. Yeah. Because it's
0: too inflated. It's going to crash. People are just riding it and riding it. I'm not safe with it right now. And to be honest, I have a lot of other financial financial issues like a couple of debts I still need to pay off. Right. So I need to stop putting gambling money in a sense like that. When I need to take care of my shit before I'm safe to gamble, because I want, like, like you, like we mentioned earlier, something about you know, people getting their stimulus. I used a lot of mine to pay off my bills, catch up on bills, and all that. And uh, so yeah, that's what it was meant for, as well as to help you out, you know. Well, yeah, but like I think there was something you like Section Eight housing like managers have like reports.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of them are losing their, their butt or ass or whatever you want to say. Are because, getting
0: pissed.
1: Well, because they have a lot of these tenants who haven't been paying rent, and there's been the moratorium federal and a lot of times local, a lot of local municipalities and governments have put it on too where you can't evict anyone, so no one's paying, and then they get, like, these government grant money, like the stimulus, or sometimes there's even more directly targeted grant money that they're getting, and they just don't pay uh the rent with it when they get it Mm -hmm. and so like the bad debt expense has been at least double in most cases what they expected and it's for 2020 which they made the predictions for that back in like 2019 and a lot of case and in some cases it's been triple and quadruple one case it's been quadruple so they are losing shirts but i I, myself, uh, actually just put a bunch of money into airlines and cruise lines. Because
0: I, the market's closed on them now, and
1: they're super cheap. Yes. But they're all broke as fuck. Well, the cruise lines necessarily aren't. A lot of the cruise lines have a huge cash reserve, so they, they're they claiming that they could go another two years.
0: Yeah, but, but a lot of them won't can't receive American benefits because they don't fly the American flag. Ah, well... That's the issue. So, yeah. Carnival, like... Disney and Carnival Cruise and all of them, none of I think only one or two boats actually fly American flags for cruise ships. <coughs> so, I'm, but a lot of
1: them need bailouts. Like the cruise Carnival was having a huge issue. Carnival Cruise claims that it has enough cash on hand to last for two years. I I, I would like to check the records. I mean, we can. Um. Like,
0: go through all of it. Because I'm sure there's money that's been moved and the consolidated
1: debts. And- well, and some of them retired older, smaller ships. Oh, okay. That they didn't need anymore. Which makes sense, because it's like, you're obviously going to have to rebuild after all this.
0: Mm-hmm. But you're going to the cruise lines because they're and super airlines. cheap
1: right now United because of Central. limited. Yeah, well, my here's my thinking. I'm thinking that they're low right now but we've got this vaccine coming out and everything. And I think that people in this next year are going to really get into traveling again. Cause everybody's been cooped up for the last year. And so I expect to see like a high rebound on those stocks. I mean, so far I put like eight grand in, uh, about a week or two ago and I've gotten plus 400 now. I mean, obviously that's unrealized gain. And prior performance is not necessarily an indicator of future performance. But so far, it's been...
0: No, and I really want to take... Because I have a little money saved up now, but my next goal is to get a car. You know? That's my next priority. And uh, I really uh, want to, um, like, uh, from there, put more money in the stocks. But I'm... It's just too inflated right now, just with the manipulation going on and the over-speculation. Like, you know, Zoom is super high. A whole bunch of these stocks are way over-proportionated. G- the whole GameStop and AMC debacle still going on with those no Like, GameStop is
1: overvaluing I haven't. St- I never got on that train. I didn't go to the moon. No, a lot of people lost all of it, too. Yeah. Well, because they probably... Held too long. Yeah. Diamond hands. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, and, but that's, see, so I actually wrestled with myself because I was hanging out with a buddy, like, two weeks before the GameStop thing, and he was like, oh, like, I heard GameStop stock is going to go up. And we were like, oh, why is that? And, like, we were, we were like, kind of conversing about it briefly, but we were like, oh, it's probably just because the new game consoles are coming out, you know? Oh, like, well, and that's usually why the stock goes up, with the new gen consoles releasing. Yeah, because and-
0: they're going to have more sales. So. Yeah, and more trade-ins and more... You know, right. people are going to buy older consoles too because
1: they're out of the new ones. And they're cheaper now too. Yeah. And, but, so we kind of waved it off at the time. And then, you know, about three days before this, that really went, quote, quote, to the moon, uh, you know, people were getting really excited about it. And by then it was like high enough that I was already, I wasn't going to do it. But the point that I'm making is. <laughs> I did I wrestled I was like I kind of got mad at myself cuz I was like well if I had put all my money in there I could have made so much money. But the thing is you can't think of hypotheticals in the stock game. Well not just that, but it's also like I'm not that type of investor. I'm not like I'm I'm planning for retirement in like you know 30 years. So you're not trying Not so, trying to turn the quick buck necessarily.
0: Well, Wall Street Bets that whole subreddit group um is known for uh just uh taking their whole life savings and gambling it on these swing stocks.
1: I'm aware of wall street.
0: Multiple that. times a year. So they'll put 10, 12 grand in it at a time and they treat it like a fucking slot a machine. Game or something. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's just a fucking, they get hard ons and some of them do really good with it, you know, because they just pump stocks and then they build this hype. And when they see the hype start, they
1: sell. Yeah. So that's all they do. Well, that's what you want to do. You want to like, but it's, they have a community. Yeah. It's kind of like an ass into the pyramid game. Cause it's like, you want to buy and like ride the hype train and go up and up and up. But if you don't get off right before it, you know, to use a roller coaster as an analogy, if you don't get off right before it sw- f- flies down then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. And you can't like, but
0: you also have to like, maybe it's riding down and it's going to ride back up.
1: That's yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that also fits the roller coaster analogy. But anyway, so... But, yeah, it's weird. I'm not that kind of investor, though, which is ultimately how I ended up, like, not being as disappointed in myself because I I do tend to buy and hold, or at least buy and hold for a couple years. And if I was the type of investor that was going to try to ride the hype train on GameStop, I can't be certain that I wouldn't have ridden it too long and ultimately been on the mm-hmm. ass into the pyramid too.
0: Well, and then the thing is when the SEC got involved
1: and restricted it like Robinhood took it off their po- Vanguard didn't I want to say. But yeah, Robinhood did, uh, Webull did, TD Ameritrade lo- did. Well,
0: but uh I think uh I don't know how many stocks but you couldn't even
1: sell more than 10 a day. Like yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Webull, Robinhood <coughs> And TD Ameritrade are all trading platforms. So is Tanker Tanker
0: Swim took it off. Yeah, Thinker, uh,
1: Swim. T- yeah, anything? Think, yeah, Thinker Swim. That's also TD Ameritrade. It's the same thing. TOS. T- yeah, it's just a um, free version. Like yeah. Well, well,
0: I didn't know TD Ameritrade partnered with it, or well, I think oh well, that's free and that's what. They the reason you could get a free broker account with them is they sell your information like Robinhood does to another like hedge
1: fund. Or, it's probably TD Ameritrade. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they sell that information. That's how they have all their hedge funds who buy that information know how they to. They can see what people are doing.
1: They and can see the huge, volume, and that's
0: how they can yeah. sh- do like those short squeezes on and like large buys. Right. I think that's gay. How I mean, stupid, not gay. Um, I what think you, it's what really you
1: bigot. I'm gonna cancel you. Yeah,
0: I don't care. Cancel me all you want. Um,
1: you're officially canceled.
0: Okay. Uh, in the but yeah, no, um, what really baffles me though with the like Robinhood is they'll give you the data, but they sell your info, like I said, and those other companies. and I think it's just a scheme to fuck the small, like, new trader,
1: you know. Well, I don't necessarily know if it's designed to fuck anyone in particular, but it's, it's how just it's kind of fucks the masses because we don't have access to that same information because we don't have the funds or financials to pay for the rights yeah we don't have a massive deal with these platforms and so they have information we don't have which allows them to make massive gains but it's also like that would be a problem that I would ascribe to what I call late stage capitalism I think capitalism like if you took 10 people and gave everyone a $100 just for argument's sake I'm making this like Mm -hmm. juvenile simplicity um, then capitalism's fine. Like everyone starts from the same place with the same starting point, same cash, you know, I mean, some people are going to be, you know, stronger or smarter, or some people are going to be better artists than others. Like there's that's how specialization begins to come. The problem I have is I think the problem with capitalism is that after a certain period of time, which I don't, it'd be hard to label that what it, what that's period of time is. And it can vary by society. But I think that after a certain amount of time passes, the money clouts at the top, and therefore you have like these giant rich head funds that can buy this information that no one else can have. And at that point, capitalism ceases to be a fair game and actually becomes much more of an oligarchy. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I don't like. I think about that a lot. Like, how can that actually be solved? Because my original degree, my my master's, is in accounting, but my bachelor's is an econ. And I often wonder, like, what can you do? Now, you have people like Elizabeth Warren that want to do the, um, the wealth tax. I don't agree with that, especially if you truly did accrue all that wealth in your own life. As rare as that is, you do have a few people like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett who did that. But what I w- would like to see is I'd like to see the inheritance tax come back. Uh, you know, with a large enough cap that it doesn't hit, like, farmers or other families who have businesses that have large amounts of capital but not much liquidity. But on I mean, even if the cap's, like, 50000000 million, I'd want to see that inheritance tax come back, and I'd want to see it come back hard. Because people are like, oh, well, this is... And I can tell you a bit of the tax argument on that. People are like, well, that's bullshit because then you're getting taxed on it twice. But it's like, are you really, though? Because your parents got taxed on it when they earned it, yes, but now you're getting it. So you're only getting taxed on it once. Also, too, like... Because
0: any time you transfer property or equity, that's what happens.
1: Yes. But people call it a death tax because that sounds scary (coughs) and they're trying to scare people away from it. But the point I'm trying to get to is, I think that would do a lot to address the income inequality problem because what we have now, it's like, oh, you're a black kid born in the ghetto, here's a dollar, and then like you're a rich white kid born in the county, and here's $500. Now, I fully understand, like, people, a part of the reason people work hard is because they want to build up a large amount of money and pass it on to their descendants. It's one of the motivations of capitalism is to leave your family with things. It's to
0: help make your family survive more comfortably. Right.
1: And so I'm not saying that we should, like, just do away with inheritance. I think that would be pretty radical. Mm -hmm. But I do think we should have a tax because... A, you are already getting a leg up. B, you're not really getting taxed twice because your parents got taxed and now you're getting taxed for it. And C, it would bring up government revenue, which the government desperately needs anyway.
0: Yeah, but I, who's to say the government would use it wisely and I actually may put... may not, but I mean... But that's why people don't think that's fair because, you know, recently... Mind you, we're at an hour and 13 minutes, so we're going to wrap this up here. If you're down, we probably go, yeah. But this is will be the last thing we talk about. Recently, the Biden administration has wanted to put over two trillion dollars in infrastructure updates, yeah, uh, which I am totally for. Everything from roads, railroads, uh, it needs to be done. Well, and to be honest, it's been about fifty years. Right. If we, yeah. Since the last major infrastructure most update, ships do. yeah, yeah. Uh, so and what I would like to and it it, it is going to cost two point two trillion dollars, you know. Um, and it's going to be a six to eight like a lot of these bridges will be coming down and being rebuilt more efficiently instead of building bridges that last 30, 40 years. We're going to have bridges that will now last seventy to hundred years so and technology be more. Has come along the te- right. Yeah, technology has come a long way, and we're going to implement new standards as well as update structures for potential natural disasters. So I think that'd be great. And that will also increase speeds on highways because the roads will be more efficient and more maintained. Power lines, yeah, we need to do all composite poles, update all the wires if we can, put as much as we could underground, and put a lot of money in there. We need to do the uh, the railroads. They haven't been updated since... 1900s you know we have so many railroad accidents because trains derail because they come into a turn at the right speed but the track's weak and it fails ah uh, so i didn't even know that uh, and like why is it and if you go down to like old Lima ferry off 141 right. right there and when you hit 55 to go back on the highway to go straight or 141 I, I forgot like i have to drive there to know what it is but i don't know the roads like back to exactly where you get off to get off i just know how to get there to in a few road landmarks but uh, there's this railroad bridge and it's all old black rotten wood and it's still an active bridge it has a couple like cement beams for where it floods and it's held up by wood and i'm like why are we allowing eighteen hundred thousand ton moving vehicles
1: over this yeah i mean it probably shouldn't be it's just kind of funny, like when you see like the bridges that have like a little net under them to catch the the piece of cement that's gonna fall off the bridge as it's as it's starting to crumble, so that it doesn't go hit the cars below. That's like not an uncommon thing either. Any now, I well
0: in Missouri, in Saint Louis we don't have it that bad. They actually are really Modot's pretty good at bridge maintenance.
1: Yeah, but, but and I have seen that like in America. No, and that's depressing. Yeah.
0: And that San Francisco, uh, the super expensive San Francisco Golden Gate
1: Bridge, that needs to be rebuilt. Well, you know, there is an economic theory to this, and I don't want to, I'll just say this in, in my final bit. You know, if we're $18 trillion in debt, I actually agree with Biden on this. You know, what's another $2 trillion, and at least before all the shit collapses, we should redo everything and get these 100-year bridges in, because... If we're gonna have hard times for a while, you want those hard times to come after you've done all your maintenance, not before. Now that's not going into like who caused the problem and all that, and we could talk about that for days.
0: Well, that's uh, the change from you know, uh, you know, public policies to like the, you know, when we built River de Pair, that was a River de Poo. Yeah, well, River de Pair, though, initially it was all stone laid, hand laid, you know, like, and that was a huge like uh, public works program. I think once we removed public works and privatized it to private, like, uh, corporations that work with the United States military as well as... I think once we started subsidizing stuff...
1: Subsidizing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just busting your balls.
0: I know. Um, I think that's where we, we are overspending. Because, like, why are we paying third-party companies to redo roads in national parks when the National Corps of Engineers should be doing it because we're already paying them and we have the equipment. Why are they not doing it? Why are we having to sub- grant this company so much money to pay their employees 32 an hour because they're on national grounds to lay 18 miles of road for eight years when it should be done in a year?
1: You know? Yeah, that's and that's what you call it. <coughs> Pork barrel or pork fat projects and stuff like that. And a lot of that, I think, actually comes down to corruption in the government. A lot of people like to joke about government efficiency, but I think it's usually the problem is actually special interest in kickbacks. It's like, oh, Joe Blow, politician's cousin, has this railroad laying company. So we're going to give them the contract and make it real nice and cushy Yeah. But, yeah.
0: And it's the connections. And that's the backdoor deals. Like you said, the kickbacks, too. Yeah. So it's it's sad, but well, we're all fucked. So we'll end it on that depressing. But like you said, <laughs> uh, if uh, if Sleepy Joe, quote unquote, uh, is able to get the infrastructure bill passed, and hopefully another, what what are your thoughts on a fourth stimulus?
1: I don't. Well, if there's, I don't see. I if mean, they
0: do a fourth one, just do a five thousand dollar
1: one, and that's it. I mean, just do a big 000, one. one. Dollars, bro, Maybe that that thirty five hundred. So I actually don't agree. I got the stimulus checks, but I don't agree with them. I don't think any stimulus checks should have gone out. I think they should have just increased the unemployment benefit and made it longer. And opened it. It's the people that were working that aren't working who are like the ones that get are getting railed the most. But or like if you maybe they should have made it like if you lost your job in the last year. You because like what you want to avoid is like Susie Homemaker who never had a job. Getting unemployment because, like, she's not supposed to get it, so it shouldn't just be anyone that doesn't have a job. But, like, if you lost your job and well, haven't been able to find one and you're not right exactly. because of the con-
0: pandemic, you should be able to get benefits right now,
1: right? And so, if you if they had extended it, expanded and extended the unemployment benefits, that would have been a more appropriate direct allocation of the st- of the money that ultimately went into the stimulus. I believe I actually received the stimulus, I benefited from it. I threw it straight into buying stocks, which is not what it's for at all. I mean, I didn't deceive anyone or do anything wrong by doing that. Well, but it's it was like, to
0: give you additional... Which, I mean, that could also come back as now you're holding on to money that...
1: But the point of it... Well, the when the government gives out money like that, the point of it is to get people to spend it because they want to stimulate the economy and, and create money circulation, which ultimately is kind of how things keep moving in the United States. But they... You know, someone like me who just invest it I mean i guess that does stir activity but not really in the way i invested like if you invest in a new startup company that's creating economic activity because then the company you invested in is going to use those funds but if you're investing in something like united airlines or even maybe maybe tesla might count still as a startup but like united airlines or boeing or somebody who's already really huge you're not really investing in that company in the sense you're just buying a share from someone else. And that doesn't spur economic activity.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't man. Um, But what also doesn't spur economic activity is uh, having the shutdown on small businesses that they did over the pandemic and only allowing large box retailers to, to be, be open, open because right? they were the essential ones. Why was the mom-and-paw grocery store
1: not allowed to sell groceries like Walmart did? Well, I can answer that to some degree. I'm not saying it's fair or right because Walmart already had an online presence and it was easy for them to transition to things like curbside pickup, whereas mom-and-paw general store, and I'm not saying it's fair, but mom-and-paw general store didn't have the infrastructure to just simply say, oh, we're going to start delivering... And doing curbside pickup like that. So the the small ones got basically hosed.
0: But with you doing, like in California, though, like we are blessed that our restaurants are still able to operate to a degree during that time. Yeah. Um, But in California, about 80% of those small restaurants that weren't chains are gone now. Yeah. Especially in Los Angeles, you know?
1: Well, and it's cold hearted, but if you want to look at it from an economic theory, though, the question is, does it matter? because people will eventually replace those restaurants like there'll be new entrepreneurs
0: but with our new age of technology and
1: online ordering the system is to say kitchens and restaurants
0: will be the same way
1: there's a, well see i think like sex though good food is a true human like based desire so you're never going to see food become completely automated quite like retail is in my opinion uh-huh. because it's never going to hold up to something handcrafted and people are going to always have a desire to eat not even to better quality in the sense that the ingredients are better quality but just better tasting food like i'm sure you've eaten like frozen chicken strips and they don't taste as good as like chicken strips from like the local pub or whatever mm-hmm. and so the people are going to always have a desire to eat good actually quality food and chicken strips might not be the best example but, or like pasta or yeah or something yeah. you know a pizza yeah something that or a chili or um
0: different variants of food are yeah. made like you could get a frozen you know fried steak that's just dropped in a fryer at right. the restaurant or one that's hand dipped in right like the, a milk butter batter and, with and then fried yeah in and a pan way better yeah so it's well, different strokes for different folks, you know.
1: Yeah. But anyways, man,
0: we're at a an hour and twenty four minutes and I know the uh the bowels are moving for you here soon. Well aren't actually you?
1: I don't I don't know if that was my back or what. I'm good now, but oh. yeah.
0: <laughs> anyways guys, this is episode twenty four. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in for the credits here soon. Peace. Deuces. Thank you so much guys for tuning in to this episode. Uh We are working vigilantly hard right now to bring you guys more awesome guests that are no longer in the St. Louis region, or some of them are even going to be in the St. Louis region, but we're going to be able to have remote capabilities to host them for your listening pleasure. And that's going to help us branch out to new uh, voices and audiences, I hope, and uh, I can't wait for that experience. Merch store updates. That's right, folks. We have been working on it, and this week I am still lost. Uh, But I'm looking at a few, uh, uh, like, sites. I think Shopify is one, but I'm not really understanding this print-on-demand and how to set it up for shirts and just other apparel. I'm still learning all this, folks. Um, I'm hoping um, to have that taken care of. I'm also looking at other uh, variations of uh, sites similar to work on as well. So, uh, give me some time on that and, uh, we'll get it rolling. Um, we do have shirt designs, hats designs, and a few other cool prints that are going to be, uh, made with stickers and, uh, and shirt designs as well. And yeah, I can't wait, guys. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, episode 25 will be recording here hopefully next week. And uh stay tuned guys. I hope uh hope you guys enjoy. Have a good fucking day after Easter. Uh and uh just remember, oh I don't know if you guys heard Chris Diella, if you're a fan of his podcast, is back and uh it's pretty cool to see him uh, you know, come back out guys. Uh but uh other than that thank you for uh all the listens from out the world and uh thank you for uh helping this dream become a fucking reality i mean yeah uh but peace guys